It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Halkren, and this is episode 200. And today we are coming to you in Grand Rapids from the Wave Room uh, for the Greater Regional Alliance of Realtors event called Emerge. Chris Aikie from Grand Apps and I are doing a keynote, uh, and this is sort of the premise of the podcast as I've uh, condensed the keynote into kind of the higher concepts, kind of go through those for 10 or 15 minutes and call it a podcast. Sound good? Cool. We were calling this podcast, It's Never Been Easier. And the premise of it is it's never been easier to do a lot of things. It's never been easier to order food, to have food delivered to your house. It's never been easier to find places using apps like Google Maps or Waze or whatever you want to do. It's never been easier to shop. In fact, Instagram makes it easier and easier and easier. And we're not going to talk about it today, but Facebook released a white paper about holiday shopping that we'll get into next week that will tell you just how easy it is to shop on Instagram. Never been easier to jump into a book, to find love on the internet, to ask for things using an Amazon Echo, to watch TV or consume movies, to fall asleep. And all of those modern conveniences mean that it's also never been easier to be average. And so we spent a lot of time this afternoon talking about this idea of how we want to move away from being average. And so this morning, there was a keynote speaker by the name of Zach, and he was talking about Mark Zuckerberg's mantra of move fast and break stuff. This idea of starting, leaping, jumping, shipping, that was the premise of his talk. So what we wanted to do was take that and merge that with some practical ways to execute upon that and build. So he went at 9 a.m., we went at 1 p.m., and so you could kind of bridge the two things together. So that's what Chris and I were working on. So what we did is talked about content at scale. That's, of course, the biggest problem when you're trying to make something, is make content at scale. And understanding that you are now going to them. They are not coming to you just because you have the loudest voice. And we know that everybody needs to make content. And lots of people out there are making content. We were talking to realtors and people in the real estate universe. And a lot of them are making content. The problem is I think a lot of people get frustrated that they put their content out there and either no one engages with it or it doesn't get traction or it doesn't immediately give them an ROI. So they get frustrated and they stop. And I completely understand that. But this happens for three reasons that are easier to understand than why you would stop doing it. Reason number one is you have the wrong content on the wrong channel and or you have the same content on all channels. So if you are the type of person who puts something on Facebook and then mirrors it to Instagram and Twitter, you are doing it wrong. There's no reason for a client or a customer or a friend to follow you on all three spaces if you're just putting out the same content. Each one of them speaks its own language and they need to be treated as such in order to be successful. Number two, you have no paid strategy. This is a pay-to-play space. We have said it on this podcast for probably 170 of the 200 episodes talking about marketing in the modern age. Mobile first, paid strategy, that's where we are. And number three, and this is the harshest one, is your content actually sucks. Here's the thing, we can fix all three of them. The first thing you want to do, and we've said this a million times here, but we'll say it again, is that you want to pick one channel and excel at it. You don't want to launch 12 different social channels or launch a website, an app, a messenger, a Facebook, a Pinterest, a web, all at once because they're all going to break. Or one by one they're going to break and you're going to get more and more and more frustrated. 
So you're gonna pick one, you're gonna excel at it, and then you're gonna move on to the next thing, and you're not going to duplicate content whenever possible. The second thing you wanna do is make sure that you're making the right content. This is not content that you want to make, this is content that your customer, your client, your friends are looking for. You need to make that content. They have questions, you want to have answers. Because here's the deal, the internet is boiled down to the social web. Everything is happening in the social spaces where people come and go and find information. And so if you're not excelling there, or if you're not found there, and that doesn't mean if it doesn't make sense for you to be on Facebook, that's fine. Does it make sense for you to be on Instagram? Does it make sense for you to execute an ad campaign on WhatsApp? Should you be playing around in Instagram stories? You should be somewhere, but you don't necessarily need to be in all places. And the thing is, the average human right now is spending about an hour on their phone on the Facebook app. And the consumption of content on Facebook will supplant the, the consumption of television by next year which for those of you who are playing at home is less than 120 days away. So within 200 days, consumption of content on the Facebook app alone will be more than the consumption of people using the large screen in their living rooms to consume content. We need to have a paid strategy that has manageable and executable KPIs. Why are we doing the thing that we're doing? We're not just jumping on there and doing whatever we want to do, we need to go, we are doing a campaign to lift the brand. We're doing brand lift, and this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to measure it, and this is how we will prove it was either successful or didn't work. We are trying to sell purses. This is what we're going to do. This is who we're going to target, and this is how we're going to measure that this campaign was successful. We're going to do that over and over and over again, and we're going to attach it to the funnel that you know and love, that's awareness, consideration, decision, adoption, and advocacy, or however you want to name that funnel, it does the same thing. Right in the middle where people are adopting to your brand or becoming advocates of your brand helps them push other people up into the top of the funnel and makes your job easier. That job gets easier and easier the more content you create. And doing that over and over and over again becomes what we all need to do. The content itself, I know, is where a lot of people tend to struggle, and it's certainly a good news, bad news situation. Because most people don't make content in their chosen career because they think it will suck. The pro tip is, it absolutely will suck at first, and you're going to do it anyway because you're a professional. Let's think about this. We were talking to realtors and people in real estate this morning. Do you think the first time they sold a house compared to the time that they sold the house yesterday would be the same? Or would there be a difference between the house they sold 10 years ago and the house they sold today? My guess is there's a huge difference in skill, right? You need to make the content because that is what people are consuming and how they're connecting with your brand. And so you're gonna start anyway, and you're going to get better because everything that you've done in your life up until this point, you've gotten better and better and better at, or gotten to the point where you knew you weren't going to be good, you weren't gonna play in the NBA or the NFL or Major League Soccer or whatever, and you called it a hobby. But the thing that you're doing for your career You've gotten better and better every single day that you come to work, every single hour that you put in the work, and every single year that you complete a year of working, you've gotten better. Content is the same thing. The article that we used for an example today was this article that was talking about Grand Rapids being the seventh best mid-sized city for home buyers. And what we walked them through is how you can take that piece in the real estate world and scale it doing things like going out into the city of Grand Rapids and making a 90 second video where you're talking about the great things happening in the city 
and referring back to the article that you posted on Facebook. Going to Instagram and putting up a carousel of your five favorite things to do in Grand Rapids. Then going and taking you know, a screen cap of a Google map showing the hottest neighborhoods in Grand Rapids and then creating a blog on your website about those neighborhoods explaining why they are hot and why people should come to Grand Rapids to experience them. And then, as we've talked about before, the fun really starts because that's when we're going to start building audiences. We're going to go into the Facebook Business Manager and we're going to build audiences based on the content that we put out and based solely on the content that connected. And the spoiler alert, of course, as you know, is that it will be the video that will likely outperform everything else. So we're going to build an audience based on the video and we're going to assume that you've got Google AdWords and Google Analytics installed on the back of your website and you've got the Facebook Pixel installed on the back of your website. But even if you don't, we're going to do this anywhere. We're going to go build this audience and we're going to also build a lookalike. So in Facebook, you have two audiences that you can build when you get down to custom audiences. You have the custom audience that has consumed something from you. They've gone to your Facebook page and they've watched a video, read a blog, web, whatever, or they've gone to your website, okay? You can also do things in the app world, but we're gonna ignore that for a second. We're gonna deal with these two. And if you don't have those, we'll say that they went to your Facebook page and consumed something, whatever that is, a video or whatever. And then we're gonna create a custom audience based on people who consumed that video, and we're gonna call it 25%, because that's somebody who's mildly engaged and we might be able to turn them into a hotter lead. So they watch 25% of your video, we're gonna build an audience. Then we're also going to build what Facebook calls a lookalike audience. These are people who have not seen your content, but look a lot like the human beings who have seen your content and watched 25% of it. So we're gonna do that. So now we have two audiences, the people who actually watched your video and the people that look like the people that watched your video. Now we can target both of them. So when we're talking to real estate agents or people in the real estate universe or realtors, we're talking about likely trying to get them into their email database or their CRM. So we're gonna probably run a lead gen against these audiences because we want to put them into our funnel to refer back to them when they're either buying or selling a home. So let's say we've, we've done all of those things, right? And we're gonna build an ad and we're gonna do that. And then at the end of it, we're gonna measure. We're gonna say, okay, we spent $100 and out of that $100, let's say we've got 100,000 impressions and we got we did very well with this $100. We got 100,000 impressions, we got uh, 300,000 reach and we got 100 people to convert on the lead form. So we got 100 new email addresses. We spent a dollar a person. That's some good math. Rinse and repeat. And this becomes important, the rinse and repeat, because this is where people tend to fall down. They either have one really, really good campaign and they, they try and run it till the wheels fall off, or they have one really, really bad campaign and they give up entirely. Neither one of those is the right answer. The thing about content at scale is that you have to get up and do it over and over and over again because you never actually know when the customer is going to show up. The thing about the digital ecosystem is that there are customers everywhere and they're doing things on their own time, on their own time frame, at weird times during the day, and so it makes it really hard for you to kind of guess when you're going to intercept them. The example I used today is an employee that works here and she was looking for a couch for four and a half months. Some background, she's one of the heads of our search here, so it's not like she doesn't know how the internet works. She knows how the internet works and she certainly knows how to find things. She just wasn't finding what she was looking for. Four and a half months go by and a company that was called Interior Define 
intercepts her on Instagram of all places. And they had a couch and she was interested. And so the next step is she went to their Facebook page to kind of see what their story was about and then ended up on their website. And on their website, they have a space where you can order free swatches. And if you don't deal with interior decorating or have ever ordered a custom anything having to do with couches, chairs, etc., swatches are like pieces of fabric that they send you in the mail and you can kind of see if they're going to fit with the style of apartment, condo, house, whatever you have, uh, so that the, you know what the couch is going to look like essentially before it shows up. So she orders these things and she misses that they also have complimentary design advice, but it doesn't matter that she misses because this particular company reaches out and calls her, says, hey, uh, you ordered these swatches. I think these swatches will also look good. Can I send them to you as well? Oh, and by the way, did you know that we do this thing? And the thing that they do is this augmented reality app that allows you to download the couch and place it in your living room so you can see in advance what it's going to look like. That level of customer service, of course, converts into a couch that our friend Becca purchased, right? You would purchase it too. The point of the story is not the conversion. The point of the story is that she had been looking for four and a half months and has this sublime customer service interaction with somebody who had been consistently putting out ads and building content in the Instagram space, putting out ads and building content in the Instagram space in case they were able to bump into, in this case, this person in Grand Rapids that was looking for a couch. Might be you in Pittsburgh who's looking for a chair or somebody in California looking for a bed, but they were going to find you at some point because they got up every day and they did the work of creating content in the ecosystem where the customers are. Specific to Instagram, I mean, they just passed a billion monthly active users in July. So there are a lot of people playing in that space. And as I said yesterday in the video that we put up on the MMG Facebook page, not a lot of brands have figured out Instagram to the nth degree. There's still plenty of space to play in, and so it's a good time for you to jump in and do just that. Because at the end of the day, you need to universe build. That's what we're all trying to do, to build our own universes. And it's not for right now, and it's not for tomorrow, and it's not for next week. It's for the long haul. Because when it's done right, when social is done right, you're not looking for that one-click conversion because that's, number one, not how Facebook and Instagram work. We're looking to build a community. Yes, you can have a one-click conversion on Instagram and Facebook. It does happen. But it doesn't happen for everybody, and it doesn't happen all the time. And it's certainly a whole lot easier if you spend a lot of time building a universe that people can jump into and a community that they can get behind. And what we were telling this audience is that they want to make sure that somebody who comes to them to buy a house feels like they made the right decision. When people are purchasing a house, it's a big deal. They all have this mythology in their head of what the experience is going to be like. And if you, as a realtor, can get as close to that as possible, what are they going to do? Well, they're going to tell all their friends. And if they tell all their friends and they do the word of mouth for you, they're using their advocacy to, again, dump those people back into the top of the funnel of awareness. And then these people, when they're trying to sell their house or buy a new house or whatever, they know your name because Alex told them your name. And that makes your job easier and ultimately allows a realtor to do the magic that they do, which is understand neighborhoods and deliver on the dreams and expectations at its highest level that someone is looking for. So they move from a brand who's playing checkers on social, right? I'm doing the social thing. I'm posting to the Facebook 
to somebody who's playing a more sublime version of chess, a long game, where they're trying to build a community around their brand, around their business, and around what they do for a living. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed episode 200. Have a wonderful week, uh, and we will talk next week.